0: This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. We've got hockey talk. Those are the moments you're a sports fan for. Um, Those are the moments where, you know, you're down through nothing and the team has this amazing comeback. And the guy who you want, who you really are thinking this needs to be the star of this team has a hat trick. We've got beer. It has a unicorn on the can. An easy drinking beer that's just delicious. We want to help you understand the sport you love better. What kind of things are you looking for to understand the game better? Or what you know? What's a couple of things someone who's watching the game at home, when things start up here in a few weeks, or if they're watching college hockey, what's going on right now? What kind of things would they be looking for to try and understand the game better, or what's happening in the game? That sort of thing. Sure. Yeah, it's a great question,
1: and I think it's it's something that's evergreen. Um.
0: Listen to Jacket's Debrief, part of the Hockey Podcast Network, and available wherever fine podcasts are downloaded.
1: Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. two episode fucking 3 i think that's episode 87 88 something like that um, yeah, episode 4 episode 4 welcome back <laughs> 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 yeah i think good it is good to be four. back i think it is 4 yeah i think i'm right we're just going to keep it in there cuz uh that's fine i'll edit it but i won't cuz i know i'll just skip right over it anyway um how are we doing mason how you doing this week Oh, we're doing pretty good.
0: Kind of a snoozy, snoozy week, but you know we're getting through it. Onto a new one. Uh, yeah, kind of just not a lot happened. Kind of went to work, kept my head down, went back to work,
1: got into that routine. How about yourself, buddy? Um, I've been fine. Um, uh, I was promoted for a week to uh, captain in my uh, department, and I was tight. I just worked in the city a lot and um, I'm back to five days. So it's kind of grueling a little bit, even though we're down to like instead of, you know, four tens, we're back to five eights, which isn't bad. It was just like mm, I really enjoyed my Mondays being off because I could just really coast through my Sundays. But now it's kind of everything is like even more on top of each other. But it wasn't bad. I listened to some music. Uh, I got drunk as usual on Saturday. I shaved my head yesterday and, uh, you know, just got ready to talk to you. And that's, that's oh, I played some Witcher. Just about to wrap that up. So, uh, all this guy's been playing. Yeah, I've just dedicated myself to that one game right now. So, and I'm almost yeah, that's done. okay.
0: No, I understand. I uh, whipped out the dusty old Xbox 360. And I've been playing Skyrim like a fiend.
1: That's fine. It's a fucking amazing game. Like, if, oh, if okay. I didn't, like, I think I have three copies of it because, I've I, like, I lost one, broke one, and then just bought a third, uh, and I think my wife played it last. And I, I went to pick it up not too long ago, and I was just like, mm, I got so many games I'm supposed to play, so I just kind of <laughs> threw that back on the back burner, but it's fine. It's like, I mean, how many – truthfully, how many more times do I really want to play Skyrim, you know, if I've, I've literally played it? You know, from beginning to end, at least seven, eight times. And, I mean, I would play it again. It's just I got all these games that are just piling up that just need to be, you know, beaten so they can just be added to the pile of done games. Fair enough. And speaking of games, we're about to have
0: hockey games very fucking shortly with the World Juniors. Can't wait. And, in fact, the jerseys have been released, as you told me, right before we recorded. So I quickly hopped on. We took a peek. And, uh, you know, as per usual, Canada is beating the U.S. when it comes to hockey. Canada's jersey is a lot sexier
1: than the U.S.'s. Like, you, you, you feel that pause that just happened. It's because it's like you guys get to do whatever the fuck y'all want, and you don't have any drastic changes. And we got, just like every everybody else, you know, Has this new loose leaf paper design on the ugly ass fucking fucking, 3D design on the sleeves. On the sleeves. And y'all still have this like, you know, Goodyear tire look with the little maple leaves in it, which is sick. It's not a bad logo. It's not a bad, you know, concept. But it's like, I love that you guys are like the New York Rangers of this where it doesn't matter what everyone else has to do. You guys can do what the fuck you want to do and keep it. I mean, the Rangers
0: have like, I'd say we're more Habs or fucking Detroit. It ain't broke. You don't fix it. There's like minor altercations.
1: I just look because I have a uh, my buddy's Christmas gift came in and I got him some Ranger stuff because he was supposed to go out to New York for his honeymoon. So there's a Rangers logo staring me in the face. So it was just very easy to just look to the side and see that. But fair enough.
0: But well, yeah. Um, no, but I think it's um, <clears throat> it's pretty fucking fitting that Canada is set apart from all the other teams because their fucking roster so set apart from all the other teams. <laughs> Only two players weren't drafted in the first round. That is ridiculous. As per usual, though, it was our goalies because for some reason Canada's World Junior team never has good goalies.
1: But well, yeah, I'm I'm a I gotta say, I'm pretty the, confident that the rosters are not updated on their specific website. But I have to say that you know, normally I'm not impressed with the US one, it's normally very cut and dry. But this year, I, I kind of like it. Uh, it's, it's one of the loose leaf paper sleeves that actually looks rather good. Uh, white, uh, home and away looks very nice, just regardless of what you're gonna say. Um, I like that (laughs) we got away with four colors instead of just red, white, and blue. We have a, actually that's, that's fucking five colors. So we just got like three different tones of blue and I guess it just looks better, uh, with this weird, I mean, it just looks like a stock card just placed all over the Jersey, but, uh, the U S is really dark, uh, blue that we use just really hides it really well. It really blends well, but, um, I'm happy with our jerseys this year. If I had to get one, I would. Um, if I had that type of money. But I'm just gonna say that if I had to pick one that's just not my country, Finland's jerseys are fucking beautiful. Just beautiful this year. And then you had for some reason you said yuck. I gross. think these are beautiful. They might look better than the greatest in color person.
0: scheme. They want to look better in person, but I hate the whole arm thing. I love Germany's.
1: Now, Germany's is really sick, too. Um, I think I'm just basing it based off of, like, who who executed this stock card, you know, like 40 pieces of paper next to each other. Like, whose color schemes really popped off and did it the best? And I think that just Finland's, over, you know, just overpowered it with the white. The white really made – the, the dark blue and regular you know the regular blue pop up against it i think uh, their color scheme is just beautiful for that and the yellow need yeah, fair enough but no uh Germany's is Germany always has a good jersey i'm not gonna lie it just it's just old it's classy the yellow always pops so well with that red and that black um the away jersey is by far my favorite um kind of looks like the old flying v um it was like Vancouver, but um, but the the home one's fine too. Um, I just think that just the absence of the of the white on the jersey so much is just it just kind of pops that yellow a little bit more.
0: It's funny that you bring up the flying V, and I don't want to get off the <laughs> World Juniors because I want to discuss the rosters with you. But a quick little like side piece. What do you think of? The Mighty Ducks movie coming
1: out. I thought it was. I don't think it's a movie. I think it's supposed to be a television series. It's and supposed to be a I series? am ecstatic. I, I, was, I was led to believe that it's It's an actual television series. It might be. And not a film. And if it is, I would like that a little bit more because you lose so much of, of their original concept and whatever their original draft was for the script. You lose so much of that in, in editing and trying to fit it all into this it's got to be a minute, I mean, an hour 30, an hour 45, you know? So it's like, we'll lose a lot of it. And if it's a series, we're going to gain a lot of that back. So I'm, I'm hoping it's more on the series asset aspect. But this is big for me. You know, I listened to the Dylan Fair, Fairchild uh, episode of Spitting Chicklets a while back. And up until that point, everything was just rumored until this dude comes on and talks. And I'm just happy because this is literally – living in living down here there wasn't much hockey except for what we had and to just have a a film you know at at the age like just to have a disney film that was about my fucking favorite sport like granted like i love like little giants and you know and all that other shit but like my favorite sport i felt like wasn't represented that well with uh with a children's story and fucking mighty ducks come out so i'm excited i'm sure like I'm sure my v- VHS went through some some problems trying to fucking play that over and over and over.
0: No, I uh, <clears throat> I think it's cool. Uh, I gotta say, I'm obviously not as excited as you are because yeah, because Canada doesn't like
1: hockey movies. We've
0: we've talked about. I don't about think that. that's true. I just never watched the Mighty Ducks. I thought the trailer. I thought I saw. I thought it looked kind of stupid. Kind of looked like a Hallmark movie. Maybe that's why I thought it was a movie, but you know, I'm sure like there's a trailer
1: out for the new one?
0: You didn't see that? Keep talking. (laughs) talking. (laughs) So yeah, there is a trailer out. Um, But yeah, I obviously don't have the emotional attachment that you have to it. But I do think it's cool that they're you know, I guess picking it back up. I I am kind of tired of reboots. I'll be honest. I think that With movies and stuff, nothing really gets. No fucking way. There's not. There's not a lot of original content. The last like few years, it's all reboots. I gotta watch this.
1: I gotta watch this later. But um, you found the the trailer. But yeah, I have it pulled up. I think it's awesome. I'm not a big fan of reboots either, but I think this is big because if you think about it, when was the last hockey show or just hockey on television that was not that branched out past the game that was like. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. And I agree. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. Right. But I mean, like, if you watch in Letterkenny just for the hockey boys, they're, you know, it's just small clips. I'm talking about something dedicated just towards the game. Cause like the Mighty Ducks is what helped a lot of kids like me in the South find a game that, that they had, you know, no chance of really getting to to know and still find a way to fall in love with the game. And I think this is big for the youth, Uh, regardless if it's good or not. Like, some kid's going to watch it, you know, from a place where there is no fucking hockey and be like, I like this fucking sport, you know, and I think this is a good idea. I think um, hockey lacks a lot of promotion when it comes to, like, uh, children's television and shit like that. I think this is a great way to to start getting the youth back into it or or just extend it, you know, because – I'm a good example of that the fucking I'll find it and we'll post it, but I have a, uh, you know, I couldn't get a duck's Jersey cause that shit was too expensive for my family. Um, and I'm not upset with them, but what they did, they gave me like a knockoff. It was like a purple, it was a purple and darker green hockey Jersey with number 88, which was my still is my favorite color, uh, favorite number. I used it in every sport I've ever played. Um, but like, I took, like, I was like maybe five years old, you know, taking like, cheesy ass um, Sears pictures. I don't know if you know what a Sears is, but uh, Sears. Okay. We'll take an old nineties department store, you know, photos for my mom, you know, and I'm wearing my little knockoff mighty ducks Jersey. You know, like (laughs) this is big for like, you know, kids that want, want more than just watching the game because sometimes it takes a little bit more for them to get into it, you know? No, that's understandable. So I'm gonna watch this trailer later because I can't do that mid episode because I'll just completely stop talking. Which as some much people as he might like. As he could. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that just a little side piece talking about moving back to the World Juniors, um, talking about Team
1: Canada. You're just uh, upset and... that the World Juniors that they had on the Mighty Ducks did not represent Russia or Canada or like Finland or Sweden. But <laughs> we talked about this like <laughs> it was such
0: so clearly developed by an American. Oh, it was like, it was
1: an LA based or you know New York where the fuck this shit was filmed.
0: Iceland. They, they yeah, look, Iceland looked is on is a the map bad team. and they said,
1: "Oh, it has ice in it. They must play hockey." Their logo was sick. It was a fucking viking obviously, but it was a, it was a really sick jersey setup, but but yeah, no doubt it was developed, and and all of the the input into it was was done by someone who had no idea what hockey was. Just what is an off brand place we can really promote in this? And and
0: like no wonder the U.S. fucking ran through all these fucking teams. <laughs> but anyway, um, talking about the World Juniors, the American team has been released, and you know, obviously Cole Caulfield is on it. But I gotta say, it's looking looking kind of weak compared to what they had last year. Although, from what we've heard, Caulfield is gonna have a better center this year. Um, I think oh fuck, who is he? I can't even remember the guy he was with last year. Didn't even make the team, so I think that says a lot. And he was eligible. Um, as to why Caulfield had, you know, maybe a subpar performance last year. Hopefully, we get to see him with a guy like Turcotte or Zegris or something, right? And, uh, you know, obviously, I'm excited to see what he can do. He's going to be leaned on even more heavily this year. Um, The Americans as a whole, I think, are going to be competitive. Um, Obviously, they're not going to even stand a chance against canada but that's just canadian superiority but yeah i do think that uh this team should be fun to watch and we'll see uh i'm hoping we'll see a lot from caulfield this year especially since he be maybe a bit of a breath of fresh air getting to escape from what is looking to be one of the worst teams in ncaa in wisconsin right now which he's stuck on basically just on an island by himself which is unfortunate, but, you know, we'll get to see him play with guys who are talented, who are very talented at the same level of his, as his age,
1: and we'll get to see how well he does this year. Yeah, you are something else with that. Uh, we're just fucking pushing us down. This this bully mentality you have for your, your juniors team that always has fucking guys, you know, like the people from the fucking, like players from the 80s that looked – like fucking monsters compared to now, you know, because developments change. But you're fucking roid raging, fucking Canadian juniors teams.
0: Oh, you're just upset because we'll go through you, we'll skate around you, we'll out
1: DQ, we'll out shoot you. I don't know. I I truthfully think that if you look at some of our rosters in the past, the rosters that didn't have the the biggest names on them. Play it a little bit better. I mean, last year, like you said, we had a we had a very decent team. Uh, if you're looking at just names, and we lost one nothing, I believe, to Finland in the first game. So,
0: and then and then to make
1: it worse, you guys played. Uh, it's either Finland or Sweden. Y'all played them next, and y'all won five nothing. So it really just made us look piss poor. I don't think you're gonna get that this year. It's not gonna happen.
0: Uh, I think this might be one of the most stacked Canadian World Junior rosters ever. And maybe that will be their downfall because of the pressure. If you're one of the most stacked American teams ever, like uh, obviously gold medal is in your fucking sights, but if you win the silver or the bronze,
1: you're still going to be happy. If Herb you're Canada, wouldn't it's allow all these all stars on your team. I'm just saying. I'm just What's saying that? that? Is that Herb? Uh, Herb Brooks wouldn't allow all these all stars on your team? <laughs> but
0: if you're Canada, it's all or nothing on the gold. And they like go. I said, goaltending is going to be an issue for this team. Yeah. And for us, it's,
1: it's, it's, it's a definite lock. Like we still have Knight, we still have Wolf, Dustin
0: Wolf. Like, you guys are set there. Um, but Canada's also got a phenomenal defensive core. And what I've seen headlined as the first line, which is crazy because it's given me reminiscions to 2018, is a pairing of a Habs prospect and an ABS prospect. Justin Barron and Caden Gooley have been paired together. What we've seen in practice and in the mock games. Uh, six foot three, six foot two, respectively, two oh nine and two oh two. Just obviously Kane Gooley, we know who he is. He's our first round draft pick. Um, phenomenal skater, especially he's shown in these uh Canadian games. Like you've seen the highlights, he's just just skate out skating guys on Canada's world junior roster. That says a lot to your skating ability especially when you're six three two oh nine and uh i'm excited to see this pairing go maybe we can get a uh if you don't know what i'm talking about a mete Timmons, like in 2018 when they were paired together they had a great connection i'm hoping we can uh, rekindle some of that habs Avs love again for this world juniors
1: um i know what you're talking about um Happily, it's one of the few things that when I was working in the bar, I could watch because like we don't really get our college games down here. We don't get. um We just don't get juniors, period. But when it comes to the World Cup, um it's something that's televised heavily in the U.S. and it reaches as far as the South. So that's a good thing. So this is like this is always a really fun time for me to watch some some young prospects um uh, and, and get to know them just a little bit better and see what, you know. I mean, granted, you know, like you, you can't really base what they're capable of in just these few games, but it, it's really nice to, to like, oh, okay, this is one guy we drafted. This is someone I'm gonna keep my eye on the game, or, you know, like, this is big for people that don't really get a chance to to delve into this based off of what their networks in their region would allow you to watch. You know, I can't, I can't afford to buy all of these, these net, you know, these these streaming services and networks to watch all these guys, so. When the World Juniors comes up, it's a great chance uh, for me personally. And I'm sure others to, to to get some eyes on some players. They, they they don't just get a chance to, you know.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think it's some of my favorite hockey, too, because it's these young guys. Who it's just, very
1: competitive, you know.
0: Yeah, and for the most part, like, they're not worried about defense.
1: Yeah, it, it's more or less just fucking
0: like the flashy crea- hockey. <laughs> yeah, creativity. And they make mistakes, which makes it
1: fun to watch. Right. I, I always, always uh, said this, and, and this is, this is back more towards football because it's, you know, there wasn't a lot of people to talk to down here growing up, but it was just like, I found that I, I liked watching the college version than the the pro because it's, you just seeing these guys that are just trying to make an impact and playing for the team. And then you got the, you know, the national league where it's more money, you're just playing for yourself. So this is a, I always love watching these younger kids because they're just playing for heart. They're just trying to prove something more than you would see in in a, in a national league.
0: Yeah, no, um, I think it's, yeah, I, I I think it's some of the best hockey, at all year, comes around Christmas time too, which is perfect. Um,
1: oh, and yeah, it, it, it's, it's gonna be amazing. It's I think it's scheduled uh, either the twenty fifth or the twenty sixth, all the way to January fifth or sixth. So. This is a great yeah. time for me. <laughs> and
0: especially in Canada, the whole country just fucking unites around the world junior team. And it just, it, I don't know, it's just a great time of the year up here in the north. Um, moving on, we're going to keep it a little shorter today because I uh, overslept and I have to go play soccer. Well, well one more thing know. before
1: we jump off of world minutes, juniors. Yeah. Um, my sack, uh, it's, it's, we haven't seen anything that, that has a guaranteed list. But uh, my sack is I'm, – I'm feeling like 95% sure he's going to make uh, the check He's team. on the
0: team. Yeah, he's the second-round draft team. He's Jordan Harris team. He's isn't, isn't
1: going to be a part of it this year. Um, I believe that's, that's due to age. But um, he had an amazing opening night the other night, two goals, one assist, So and both won the power play. So, yeah, wanted to just throw that in there. It's uh, two more guys that we're heavily looking at right now. Before we get into our next topic, but uh, I would be ashamed if we didn't bring them up.
0: Yeah, no, I totally forgot about that. And like I said, I sorry for keeping it short. You're a little you can little blame sleepy me. boy. He's got a game. I'm a little sleepy. He's
1: breaking ankles, so he's he's got to get his he's got to eat his carbs so he can break forty year old ankles as soon as he. Okay, gets off.
0: like I, they're all twenty. <laughs> the forty year olds cleared out. Okay, they they showed up. They were like, "Fuck, we can't run anymore." And uh, yeah, but anyway, um, our last topic, and it, maybe it's a bad one to start when I'm in a time crunch, cause but we're gonna do it anyway. Um, Brayden Holtby released a mask, and if you haven't seen it, and if you forgot because I did, because it just sounds fucking alien. Brayden Holtby now plays for the Vancouver Canucks,
1: so I, it's still hard to get. It's still like it's so until weird. I see him play for that team. I'll forget it. I guarantee it. You know, like it'll just like go over my head. I that just creeps me out. He's
0: a fucking capital. I just can't picture him anywhere else. But on that note, um, yeah, came out with like like an eagle or like a hawk or something on his mask, and it was in Indigenous design with the idea of you know, honoring indigenous culture, especially at West on the West coast. And, you know, I think that's great. I think it makes sense. He's playing for Vancouver. They have a lot of indigenous um, designs on their stuff anyway. And it was specifically the Thunderbird he was using. Um, he used his, you know, guide that he's been using for mass since he entered the NHL. And he received a lot of backlash and released a formal apology because it was cultural appropriation and it wasn't designed by an indigenous artist. And he received a lot of hate and backlash on social media. So I believe he said he's gonna work with an indigenous artist, which is you know good on him. Um, he's doing, I guess what he believes is right. But, but um, I think it's definitely a controversial topic. And before we talk about it, our views are our own. We're not, this isn't representative of anyone here at PN. Obviously, we're not putting anyone's views down. It's an opinion. And we just want to discuss it because it's in the hockey world. And we thought it was interesting. And I am going to ask Corey about his opinion. But keep in mind that Corey lives in louisiana so his opinion is a little less educated than someone in canada but i think we both know enough about it to kind of just talk about it and discuss you know like how we feel about it
1: yeah no um like you said like this is this isn't a subject that really hits home for me because we don't really have mass design down here but i i can still you know i can still understand where some people are coming from but um I mean, I, I guess let's just get your opinion of it first because you're more of the the homebody and I can just kind of weigh in my podunk, you know, opinion of it after. Yeah, well, um, I am someone I think most people
0: in Canada have can claim a little bit of indigenous heritage. I myself can claim a little bit. Um, I don't identify as an indigenous person because, Corey, you know, I'm fucking snow white and look like I'm (laughs) fresh off the boat from Scotland. But, you know, it is there. I don't know if I qualify for status. I haven't looked into it, but I have no interest in getting it because I, you know, I identify as a Caucasian person. But in saying that, so my views don't come from an indigenous person. They come from a Caucasian person. So I don't know what it's like. And like I acknowledge that Canada has a muddy past with indigenous people. We've treated them horribly. Um, we we're working to, you know, make amends on that, but I don't think and this is something to be offended about, frankly. I think this is a little sensitive. I th- Brain Holby, if you know anything about him like big turtles guy, <laughs> save the t- like just phenomenal human being he's trying to pay his <laughs> yeah. respects he you got to you got to have context sometimes if this was like donald trump or like you know some controversial figure maybe you can make the argument but what i'm saying is this is a upstanding individual a phenomenal human being who's simply just trying to pay his respects um i get it he didn't use an indigenous artist But this is his artist he's been using since he entered the league. And I think that if we want to honor and respect indigenous culture, we have to, I'm not saying like white people should go around wearing headdresses or anything, because that's horrible. But it's a culture that you want to share. Like we, many cultures have shared their art, with other cultures and I think this is just a case in which I think we're overreacting a little bit I don't know what the indigenous community said about it I don't know which community on social media was upset about this but I think it was just a little oversensitive I think we need to take a step back and realize that Holpe was just trying to pay homage to indigenous people and you know, pay homage to the history, the culture that is especially prevalent in Vancouver on the West Coast in BC. So in my mind, I don't think he did anything wrong. But obviously, that's my opinion. And I am not, I do not identify as an Indigenous person. I don't know a lot about my, you know, Indigenous ancestors either. So my opinion maybe differ from someone who is but what do you think, Corey?
1: I, I like, I like what you said. Um, once again, like I'm super not uh native. I'm just really just a mutt, but <laughs> um, I don't, I don't see it as cultural appropriation, I, um, but it's like, this is just my opinion and I am not trying to punch down on the people that feel it's, it's, it's an unjust act. Just uh, me particularly. I just feel like it's, First off, the artist is Dave Art, right? So this is like the biggest, like he's like the number one artist for the goalies of the NHL. I mean, he's got Bobs, he's got Grubauers, the the really amazing um, one that Robin Leonard has with the Panda. Carey Price uses, um, uh, you know, Ben Bishop like there's just so many like so many people that just go to him for their artwork this guy he's has made more a than qualified is yeah, what you're saying he, yeah. he's more than qualified now I get it because you know like I am I did go to school for art I get the artistic background where it's coming from whereas it's, it's like it's if it's something that's supposed to be Native American it should definitely have been done by Native American artists but at the same time um, this is more of a tribute based concept, right? He's just trying to pay homage. Now I get where you're coming from. There's a lot of people that would want that to, to traditionally go to a Native American artist. Okay. But I don't think Dave Art and I don't think that group that Hopi should have been punched on so hard. Now, granted, I'm, I'm I'm just learning about this, you know, but like, I don't think this was intentional to try to hurt anybody. More or less, he was just learning about a new community because uh, I'm not sure. I know he's Canadian. I'm not sure where he comes from. But I know that he's just trying to honor them. Now, you know, uh, we're awaiting a new design. But truthfully, I think that Dave Art is his 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 artist. You know, just like Carey Price. Like, these guys go through him because this is the bond that they share between this guy. He's been doing their masks since the start. He's followed Holpe since he was in uh, D.C. I think that you should get the, get the native American artists, whoever they choose to, to do the art as well. But I think it should be more or less of a mashup. You get one half of the mask is, is Dave arts and one half of the mask be theirs. That way it's, he's, he's not stepping on the toes of anybody. I just, I just feel like more or less, this guy got paid to do something right. And now It's becoming null and void for for his time. Like like an artist's time is is basically like we get paid to produce something for the client. Basically, he's just going to get paid. And instead of Holtby being proud of the mask he gets to wear, he's being shit on. And Dave Art's probably getting shit on for it. And I, I just don't think that's right. And now it's like Holtby probably feels like he can't wear this and he just shelled out money for it. I just think it's kind of, it's up in the air. I think I think people are right that a Native American should have been, um, just just a Native should have probably had more of a concept. You know, they should have had the blueprints to do it first, but I don't think he went into this trying to hurt anybody. I still think that it should be a shared mask. I think that they can bring components from both sides and bring it in to blend it as one. Um, that's just my opinion. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but at the same time, to, to punch down on Hopi, and dave i think it's just it's it's an injustice to two guys that are just out there trying to do something as a tribute and not to you know to just make twitter lose their fucking mind no i i agree and i respect what you're saying too i
0: also i don't know for certain and i'm sure there may be a few but i don't know how many mask designers there even are in like that nhl community let alone how many of them are truly native american and i understand that it's art but you also have to like we're talking about this guy like we, you've name dropped all the people he's done for
1: i mean literally like I the entire nhl i'm sure like they're like hey you just got drafted give fucking dave Art a call he's got something he's got concepts ready for you
0: you know yeah like, like i just imagine it would be hard to find a native american goalie mask design when it's such a specialized field it, it must be a little hard too so I just I think and the reason I mentioned that is because I'm sure you could dig someone up and it looks like Brayden Holtby has but this is I want to reiterate a, a plus level human being Who, <laughs> if he had of re, if he had of known that people what he was doing was offensive to some people he wouldn't have done it I'm defending him even further saying that I don't think this is something to be really upset about. Obviously, if you are, you're entitled to be offended. I don't see the big commotion. But I'm saying even if, like, let. I don't think Holtby foresaw this, but if he had, even if he disagreed with people being offended, he would not have done it because he is an A-plus level human being. So, I just think with a guy like Braden Holby, you have to use some common sense and say he is a phenomenal person. He is not doing this to harm or offend anybody. Maybe we should let him off the hook a little bit. But anyway, um, unless you have anything else to add, uh, I think that's going to be it. I have to go, like you said, break some ankles and uh, (laughs) – take some names so
1: no I'm, I'm fine uh folks just uh i hope you guys have a great week christmas is coming up i know everyone should be getting into their holiday festivities where you just watch the same shit you watch every year and uh really just soak up time with loved ones via the internet like a smart person instead you know of what's going on in the u.s where we're just uncontrollably passing a virus <laughs> again but um Everyone, stay safe, please. Uh, give us a follow at Habs Nightly on Twitter. You can also give myself a follow on Twitter. That's Bayou Benders. Um, another another good thing. If you really enjoy what what you're listening to with me and Mason, please, wherever you listen to us at, give us a five star rating. When you don't have to give us a, a written, you don't have to give us a three page essay why you like us or dislike us. But uh, if it's if it's something that you like, five star really does help us grow. Uh, It helps the community grow as well. And like I said, I hope you guys have a really great start to your week, and we can't wait to talk to you all on Thursday. You guys have a great evening. This has been Habs Nightly. We'll talk to you all soon. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at
0: HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.